Hello, hello, everybody. So I have a unique situation happen, and I'm going to bring you guys all the way through this from start to finish. I'm not going to um, Quentin Tarantino it for you. I'm really just going to, we're going to walk it all the way through to the beginning. Uh, Jeannie, you were here for this. Um, I got to be a part of this whole thing, the interview process. Uh, so we're just going to walk everybody through it, and then we're going to talk about you know the hindsights afterwards. Uh, in this particular case, Integrated Signs needed a new sales rep. And so we were looking for somebody that had high energy, uh, was hungry and wanted to make a difference and was looking for somebody that was ready to, you know, go out there. Sales is a very unique thing because you're looking for an extrovert. You're not looking for an introvert. Um, and so we were basically looking for that diamond in the rough that we could, you know, make into a great sales rep. So with all that being said, we went through about, had we only got 18 or 20 resumes, wasn't that many that we got. And out of those resumes, I think we interviewed three or four. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it was about three or four. And then we came across one person. So with that being said, I've asked Jeannie to come back on. So thank you for being here. <laughs> You're welcome. And I wanted you to help me narrate this and walk through all the thoughts we had. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're running integrated signs. I'm pretty much over in square coil, but in this particular case, I wanted to be a part of who's going to be the new face for integrated signs. Right. And I want to sit through the interviews. Now, as we went through the resumes, um, I, I tossed out all the resumes for people that were, you know, they only had one or two jobs and they were, um, a dishwasher or a landscaper. And I looked at that and I said, you're not in sales because you chose professions that you were an introvert and we need an extrovert. So you're, yeah, your knee jerk reaction is to go to your happy place, which were introvert places. I'm not about to teach an introvert how to be an extrovert. So those resumes got tossed aside. And then we found one that had a lot of direct B2B sales, like working at Verizon or working, you know, somewhere else. And uh, for the sake of this, for anonymity, we're going to call her Susan. Okay. Okay. So we saw Susan's resume and we called her in for an interview. Mm -hmm. Do you remember where Susan was when we actually first met her? Where she was? Yeah, when she walked in. Oh, yes. She uh, she parked in the install area and walked into the production office. Yes. So she missed our front door, mm -hmm. missed all the visitor parking, mm -hmm. and she drove all the way to the back to the install department, the back of the shop, and then walked in the production office. Yes. Um, she had a dress on, high heels, a coat. Uh, very presentable. And she had a Starbucks in her hand. Yes. Okay. She had coffee in her hand and she goes, hi, I'm Susan. Um, you know, where, you know, I'm here for the interview. Very pleasant. Yep. Very outgoing. V very outgoing, very happy, very articulate. Mm -hmm. It was great. And we were excited. We were super excited. And we she said, well okay. put together. Yep. Mm -hmm. We said, okay, well, let's, you know, come back to the conference room. Let's interview. And it was you, me, and we had an, Alexa. Alexa. We had another another integrated science employee, and the three of us interviewed mm -hmm. her. And I didn't do something that I always do. The questions? I didn't do the questions. <laughs> and and I in the questions, I have two questions. I have a I have a thinking question, you know, four people are trying to cross a bridge at nighttime. And uh and then another question was, how much skim milk? does a U.S. consume in a given year? Hindsight, we probably would have seen things come out. Maybe, we... but don't say that. Don't okay. spoil the ending. Okay. So so we didn't do the questions. Right. And and we didn't do the questions. And I wish I had done the questions, but I skipped this. Right. And I skipped this part because I presented these questions and how I interview people to a committee in Florida. There was about 70 people there. Mm -hmm. And 
everybody in the audience just cringed like, oh my God, I could never work for you. I couldn't do this. And they had such a backlash of how I interviewed that I second guessed myself. Okay. Something I've been doing for a decade, but sure. I second guessed myself and I didn't do the interview questions for her. Okay. So we just did a very vanilla interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what was some of the answers that Susan gave? Well, she, I, she answered them very well. Um, Ridiculously she, well. Yep. She was very articulate. She was thorough. She didn't bounce all over the place with her, you know, with her answers. Mm-hmm. She explained what she did. Um, she talked about how she excelled in her sales position. And she had a lot of experience. I mean, more than 10 years experience in sales. She talked about how she was top salesperson in her last three jobs, which she held for at least five years, you know, a piece, I want to say, if I remember right, um, that her bosses came to her and had her do like trainings and, and set up actual like um, SOPs and set up. That's right. Mm-hmm. She What she had done was she had even said, she goes, I worked at an online university mm-hmm. and I was to sell the university to people that were coming in and talking. Yeah. And then her department, she saw that their turnover was like every six to eight months. Right. It was like a, a grinding wheel. And she had been there for over seven years. And she went to her department head and said, hey, how can I take my department and create SOPs and create fun and an exciting place? And her, yeah. Yeah, her department excelled. She was, and she was asked to do so, I think maybe in a, at another location, but she wanted to bring the energy up, bring creativity, fun, excitement, because it was kind of just ho-hum, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, cubicle sales. And she, she excelled at that. Yeah, she, she did really good. She received lots of accolades and awards for being top salesperson. I think just top, top employee um, in a lot of different ways she did one statement that i thought was such a home run statement and when we interviewed her she goes i just want to tell you that i do not believe a job that's right is um is entitled entitled thank you i I do not believe that a job is entitled i think is a privilege and i think i need to earn that privilege every day to be here and she was grateful every day to wake up to have a job yes Mm -hmm. i remember that I've never had all of the interviews that we've ever done in what the 15, 18 years that I've been hiring people. Mm -hmm. Never once have I ever had anybody say the job is a privilege and I want to earn it every day. Right. I was just shocked at that thought process. I thought that was an amazing thought process. And I was like, wow, if you could ever give speeches on people how to interview, (laughs) you better say this statement because an employer would love you. Yes. So she left. We were tickled pink. We were. We were so excited. We were so pumped. We're like, we found it. We found the diamond. This is going to be great. And, and I really want to, you know, share how far down the rabbit hole we went. Uh-huh. So we sat here in this boardroom yep. and we talked about her knowledge in sales and how she did uh, the selling for the online university. Mm-hmm. So much. That we're like, <clears throat> what could she teach us in Square Quill and how to do better sales? Right. How to, how to, you know, bridge that gap from the people that are just scared to make that commitment. Well, and frankly, she had, she has experience in, in, in that field where none of us in Square Coil do. We've yeah. never done telemarketing sales. We've never done, you know, a business to business type sale. 
in that regard. Um, so she had a lot of experience and knowledge that. Yeah. All of all, every, everything I've done the training for a square has always been relationship selling. Right. We just want to be your partner and help you. Mm-hmm. There was never, Hey, these are the highlight reels. It was just like, what's your problem? This can solve. And it was more of a relationship and a long thing where she came in and said, no, I can close deals in one day. So right. we do it. So as an owner, you're like, woohoo, I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm pumped. You know, this is going to work out great. Bringing in something that we never even considered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she left, we look at her resume, everything she said, we're like, wow, not only does she have the experience to lead a sales team, but she can create a whole yep. you division. Know, division just on her own on how to grow and exceed. This person, you know, is going to be worth a lot of money. We have no problem paying her well above six figures mm-hmm. to do what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the job that she applied for was well under that. Right. You know, it was, it was 50,000 a year plus you know, 5% commission. And then when she got her feet, you know, wet and she knew what she was doing and she was experienced, then it was right. 10% commission. Because it, it takes a while. It to, does take a while. To start to learn, you know, the signage world mm. is, a, is an interesting place. Yep. And so we, we, uh, we, our, our brains raced. Yeah. Oh, it went from zero to 100. It did. <laughs> Next thing you know, she could lead the sales team in integrated signs. Uh-huh. You could lead the sales team in square coil. We could hand her account. She could take over. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can capitalize on this experience. Like in our head in the next year, she was running parts of the company. We were, God, we were so excited. We were just, we were just smiling. She's going to take a lot off my plate. Yeah. No, if she, I could get her up to speed, mm-hmm. I was going to hand her over half my workload. Yep. It would have been great. And so when she left the interview, you know, she grabs her coffee, she takes off and she smiles. She says, thank you to everybody. Very polite, great manners. And she walks out the front door. Mm-hmm. So the week, that was Friday. Yep. The weekend goes by. We call her on Monday and say, we'd like to re-interview you on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we brought her in and it was a five minute conversation just to make sure something drastic hadn't happened. Right. Just to make sure that it wasn't a false facade and a big bubble that we were going to pop you out back in. <laughs> so she comes back in on Tuesday. Walks in the production office again. Mm-hmm. And we're, at this point in time, we're, we're informal. Mm-hmm. You know, you, just you, sitting in my office. Yeah. So you call me down, walk in there. She's sitting down in one of the chairs and we just hang out and just talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about the job and she blurts out, am I being offered the position? And we're like, yes, yes, you are. You know, we hadn't said we would like to offer you a position. We we're literally just about to get there and she beat us to the punch. Right. Fine. <clears throat> no big deal. No, it shows uh, shows assertiveness. Yeah, you know, kind of take the bull by the horns and get what you want. Ask for what you want. Get what you want. Also knows how to read the room, mm-hmm. the way the conversation is going, the tone of the conversation. Like right. all great things. Mm-hmm. So we offer her the job. Yes, she puts in her two week notice, mm-hmm. and Monday was her first day. It was Wednesday, but yes, it was Wednesday. Yeah, okay. Third so Wednesday, Wednesday was her first day, and Wednesday she comes in looking great, high heels. Dress, presentable, ready to rock and roll. Early, um, yes. Early. Yeah. Um, she got her coffee in her hand. She goes a pen and paper, and and, and we get. She asked for pen and paper immediately, yeah. and we hand it to her. And she goes, "All right, I'm ready to take notes. I'm ready to learn." And she, her job is to be your assistant right now. Mm-hmm. That's what the, the position officially is applied for. Yes. And she is now to learn from you. Correct. How did day one go? It went well. Uh, day one, she came in, she's a little eager beaver and she, um, we got, I mean, it takes some time. We have to get her, you know, set up in square coil and logged in and email set up and she has to do all of her employment forms. So I didn't really see her for a couple of hours. 
and she sits in the office with me and the way my office is set up, there's two desks, two computers. So you just kind of sit side by side. Um, there's a glossary kind of a binder of information that she had to kind of learn terminology and whatnot. Um, I just said, you know, bring your chair over here, just kind of watch me and just kind of absorb what's, what's going on. I had uh, been on a trip for four or five days. So I'd been out of town and I was pretty behind and um, I was just trying to get up to speed. And I told her that I'm like, I need you to just, you're not going to understand everything I'm saying and doing. And what I do is frankly, a lot more than you're ever going to do or more than you're going to do for a very long time. But you're going to get a crash course in the signage industry in general and business in general and everything in between, just sitting in here watching me. So just sit there, ask questions when you have them. I'm going to talk out loud and just kind of explain what I'm doing. And it went well. So day one goes well. Mm -hmm. She's great. She's on board. She's, she's pumped. Yep. Day two. Thursday. Comes on. She comes back in mm -hmm. and she's asking more questions and mm -hmm. she's doing well. And Thursday goes well. Thursday goes well. Friday was an anomaly. Right. So Friday, the old owner of Integrated Signs is retired. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's stepping down, which is my dad, mm -hmm. Steve, and 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 Pops is retiring. He goes, that's this is my final day. I'm done. And we had a retirement party set aside for him. And we shut the whole company down uh, early, yeah. early and had the whole entire company head over to a retirement party. And we had her go. And we had her go. And she goes, should I go? I'm just brand new. And we said, no, no, go ahead and come. We want you to get, you know, know everybody outside yeah. of the workplace and, and start that camaraderie and start that relationship. And so she went. Mm -hmm. And um, when she walks into the room of all of us there, there's about 30 people there mm -hmm. into the room in the retirement party. And uh, she instantly cracks a joke out loud that didn't really was a funny joke. Yeah, it's kind of off-putting. It, yeah, it was an off-putting joke. And I can't remember what it was. But I think she walked in and like, oh, is this party for me? And then laughed out loud. <laughs> and and everyone just kind of looked at her and went, whoa, that was weird. And I remember at that moment, that millisecond time, I was like, that's a very weird statement to say when you don't know the crowd. Sure. You should have read the room first and learned the room before you start interjecting. Well, then she tried to sit right next to your dad. Yes. The man of the hour. And she tries to sit right next to him where there should be seats for other people that are, you know, close to him and been with him. And she tries to sit down and we were like, Oh, why don't you sit over here? And we kind of redirected her, but it mm -hmm. was funny that she thought that was the best place to sit. Mm -hmm. So the first of the tiny red flags start to show up. But again, I liked it because she was assertive. Yeah. She, she was confident in herself. She knew what was going on, which we thought was going on and was fine. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, it's, Hey, it's hard to ask for those qualities and then like tell them they can't be like that. Exactly. So, so we want an, an, an extrovert. We got an extrovert. Yeah. So happy yeah. at the end of the day. All right, cool. She still works for us. She can pull money in. Yeah. All right. So Friday we go home. We had a great party. Yep. Everything was great. She went home. I went home. Yep. All's good. Mm -hmm. Monday. Okay. Her fourth day of employment. Monday. Yep. She comes in and she was a different person. Yes. She was already in the office when I got here. She was um, just staring at the computer and she was like this far from it. Just, I mean, studying it. Yeah. I don't know if she was just trying to learn. You know, I know that Macs were new to her. So learning a hardware on top of a software on top of a, you know, place of new, you know, business was all a lot. And she was just 
but the energy in the room was very noticeably different to the point where I walked in and I, and I stopped for a second. I went, Oh, <laughs> and I greeted her. Good morning. How are you? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm like, That's so odd. I, I got to stop right here. Are you in the horoscopes? No. Are you in the, in the moon and Mercury and all that BS of retrograde? No. No, none of it. So no. when you say there's a different energy in the room, that has to be palatable before mm-hmm. you're going to say that. Okay. I mean, energies, everybody knows that people can carry energies with them. Mm-hmm. If you're in a cranky mood and you walk into a room, I'm going to notice that you're in a bad mood. Yeah. That's an energy that you carry. If you come mm-hmm. in and you're super excited, the energy she had with her the first couple of days she brought up the energy in the room because she was so excited yes. and happy. And this energy was very different. Okay. So, so I want to, I want to really clarify when you say there's no, a different energy in the room. I did not make tea and read tea before I walked in there. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, there's, there's a legit, there is a sense of something is off. Yes. Something okay. very wrong. Almost. Um, it was, it was a feeling of anxiety and panic. Mm-hmm. And I tried to calm it and I, you know, greeted her. Good morning. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Just small talk. Um, And she wouldn't, she just wouldn't even hardly look at me. And she was just very quick to answer and um, very focused on what she was doing. So this, this energy from, I'm going to take words out of your mouth because you told me this after the fact, Mm -hmm. but she started interrupting you. Mid sentences, you couldn't get a full sentence out. No, I couldn't even. Nope, couldn't get a full sentence out without her shutting it down and answering it. And she did this to me when I brought her into my office to talk to her, and it was, yeah, yeah, I got it, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah. Now, to me, when somebody goes, yeah, yeah, I got it, that tells me I am wasting your time. Mm-hmm. You understand what the task is, and can we move on to something more productive? That's I get the same. Okay, so that's what I hear when somebody goes, "Yeah, yeah, I got it." Well, and there's a difference between saying, "Yes, I got it," like an acceptance or an understanding, mm-hmm. and just, "Yeah, yeah, hurry up." Yes, those are two different things. And she was the latter. Mm-hmm. And so we started skipping ahead in the training, and right. she kept saying, "Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it," and interrupting us. Right. To the point that you got up out of your office. And went and came and got me and said, something is wrong. I need help. I don't think I was that pleasant about it, but yes. <laughs> Something, yes. Something's wrong. I, There's I a little bit you. more fire and brimstone, but yeah. yes. Yeah. I had to re- remove myself from the room. Okay. So she had pushed all your buttons I, I don't, and, and, and just wouldn't let you finish a sentence. Basically said, I got it and I can do your job. This is day four. Move aside. Yes. And we all know, being in the signage industry, how custom and unique this industry is, it's impossible. Correct. You know, I don't like to use that word, but in this particular case, impossible mm-hmm. that you know everything in this industry in four days. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed her and okay. said, Susan, can you come with me? Mm-hmm. And I sat her down in my office and said, how's you going? And she had brought her coffee with her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm fine. Everything's great. And I said, Really? <laughs> And, and I'm going to do a test for you guys. So for, for you listening, I know you're probably driving in the car or doing whatnot. Pay attention to me just for this little second here. All right. We're really excited for a party. It's going to be Thursday at four o'clock. We're going to go over there. We're going to have drinks and it's going to be fun. And after that, we're going to do dinner. And then around nine o'clock, maybe we'll play charades and we blast. You know, 
I would really like to spend some time with you. And it'd be really neat if we could, you know, maybe hang out Thursday afternoon and uh, dinner is okay with you. I, I think dinner would be a lot of fun. Your energy and your heartbeat went up on the first scenario and you calm down on the second scenario. It's a very easy thing to bring the energy up or to bring the energy down in a room when you're talking to somebody based on the speed of your voice. And I did this trick with Susan. Okay. So when she came into my office, she was so hyped up. I said, Susan, honestly, how's everything going with you? I'm good. Everything's great. And I went, uh-oh. Yeah. She's not even close to calming down from yeah. my voice. She's redlined somewhere else. Right. And I looked at it and I went, how many cups of coffee have you had? Mm-hmm. She was my first one. I'm like, okay. She says, why? Something's wrong? Red flag number <laughs> three. If your boss is asking you if something's wrong when mm-hmm. you point out how many cups of coffee you've had, you now do not know how to read a room. Because, of course, there's something wrong. That's why they're asking questions. <laughs> and I looked and I said, well, you seem a little on edge. She goes, well, I'm fine. I'm just everything on edge. And I said, okay. Is there anything outside of the workplace that might have changed your mood? No, why is my mood changed? What's going on? What's, what, is there anything different? <laughs> At this point in time, I'm thinking speed. I'm thinking drugs. <laughs> I'm thinking other things other than... Starbucks, I don't care yeah. how many shots of whatever they put in that freaking drink. Sure. Something's wrong. Yep. And I say, well, you're a little on edge. No, I'm not. Oh, now we're combative. Wow. Okay. And so I talked even slower. I said, uh, Susan, can you just take a deep, uh, you know, a deep breath? Susan, can you take a just deep breath for me? Probably drove her insane. Oh, and she goes, <sighs> and she started crying. <laughs> She started crying in my office. I went and found a tissue in one of my drawers, handed it to her. She composed herself. She goes, I just need to be productive and I'm not being productive. And and I earn my paycheck every day and I need to be productive. And I said, Susan. Yeah. I want to take a moment to talk about uh, two champions that are helping the industry out. And that's uh, Wendy Graves. You guys have all known her for Women in Science. She's been pushing that for quite some time, but she's also made a new alliance to help the industry out, and that's the with Make It Happen Signage Academy here. I don't want to get this wrong here, so I'm going to read right from this. Uh, www.signage-academy forward slash mih-glance. That's the information we're going to provide and put it at the bottom of the show notes here and on this clip so you guys can click on it. Uh, she's going to be working with the Make It Happen Signage Academy uh, for the Illuminated Signage Bootcamp, what's on the front lines, uh, teaching project managers, sales, and everything in between. So definitely sign up for those things. Wendy's been doing some great work, so you definitely want to support her, and uh, you're going to learn a lot. You're not going to be productive for months. Yeah. Like, this is a very hard industry, and it's a long road to ramp up, and it's very difficult. And we'll give you medial tasks that we know you can handle, and you're going to have to learn the process. And I was so calm. And I spoke so slowly to try and calm her down. And she'd never calmed down. Mm -mm. And so I said, I want you to do A, B, and C, Mm -hmm. and then come back to me. This is going to take you about three hours, and we're going to do this. She goes, okay, fine. She goes, thank you very much for listening to me. This is going to be great. We're going to work on this together. Thank you, bye. And she moves. 
And she goes back to, you know, and you guys are sharing an office because she's going to be your assistant. So mm-hmm. you just need to have close proximity. Mm-hmm. And I talk to the three of us about what's going to happen. And you're like, got it. Okay. And she does her thing. And I try to remind her what I told her on day one. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. And you're not going to get it all in one day or one week or one month. It's going to, it's just a lot of information and you are just going to learn over the course of time. So Monday, she leaves and you and me sit down and I look at you and I go, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. And now all of our hopes and dreams of she can run a division, ah, she can do sales no. is all gone. You know, they say salespeople are the most gullible. <laughs> well, I, I'll take that one all day long. That's very true. You know, if you're right. good in sales, you're probably more gullible. You're like, oh, that makes sense. And you just move on because just you know the tricks. Take those wooden nickels left and right. Yep. Crazy. So we had taken all of our grandiose of she can run a division. She can do this. She can do that. And now it's just like, <sighs> is she a good fit for an assistant? Right. We had taken the pie in the sky, this dream that uh-huh. she could be and brought it all the way down this little minuscule should we fire her or can she survive being an assistant? Both in a day. Yeah. Yep. When your employer has given no, no, you know, you know. Um, Indication? No. Uh, when your employer has given you no indicators of where you should be in the first week mm-hmm. and your employer says, we expect nothing out of you this mm-hmm. week and you still spin out of control. Right. That's a you problem. Correct. I mean, we just said literally shadow. Mm-hmm. And so we said, okay, something must have happened outside of these four walls. Right. Let's chalk this to a one-off, Benefit no big doubt. deal. Tuesday, start fresh, and away we go. How'd Tuesday go? I'm trying to remember. I kind of blocked it out of my head. Um, she was with you in the morning. She was with me in the morning. So started out better. Yep. Um, still looking for something to do. Um, specific tasks, yep. you know, um, I think you had suggested that she maybe shout out because again, the things that I do are way more involved than your average salesperson. Yes. You, I mean, you are changing city code to allow overhang past signs and all kinds of craziness. You are in some seriously in-depth signs or it's not the average channel hours above no. an entry. And I mean, we have, you know, our production meetings, we have employees coming in and out of my office all the time asking all these questions. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, HR and there's all the things with payroll and business oriented tasks. My phone rings constantly. People walk in constantly. It's the busiest place in this company is in my office. Yes. So. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for that. or even in just the production office in general, which my office is adjacent to. And just sitting in there. I mean, there's a lot that goes on. Well, there's a, I mean, just being a fly on the wall, you can learn a lot. How many times have you walked in there to talk to me? And there's three other people in there. Oh, yeah. I usually do an about face. And you're like, yeah, I'll come back later. Yeah. So just being in there, there's a lot. There's and, a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn. So Tuesday afternoon. She went and shadowed Matt. Yes. One, One of, of the other salespeople. Was salespeople at Integrated Sides. Mm-hmm. And and she shadows him for about an hour or two. Most of the day. Most of, oh, was it most of the day? Yeah. Okay. So I was in and out a lot. So I'm okay. She so, she likes she likes Matt. Okay. She sucked Matt pretty good. Yeah. Matt was very calm. Matt's and, a very calm person. Yep. And he's um he's a really good teacher. Mm-hmm. He he walked her through the shop. 
I will I will admit that I did not wa- I guess take the time to do the initial general like here's our shop, here's you know each employee. I didn't introduce her to every employee. I didn't take her around. I had a lot of pressing things to do and I just wanted her to sit in there and just start watching and absorbing. Well, Tuesday or Monday morning I did. I didn't walk around and introduce her to the shop, but I walked over to the front and introduced her to every type style of sign. I showed the vocabulary. I said, that book says push through. This is what it looks like in real life. Interesting. I spent about two hours up front with her explaining what all that verbiage was as she was learning all that vocabulary. Well, so did Matt. And so, yeah. So there was a lot above and beyond of what we just expect shadowing when our first when employees first come on. So she shadows Matt on Tuesday. And he held her hand. And every, a lo- yep. Yeah, a lot. So every time he was doing something, he was verbally explaining to her what he was doing, why he was doing it, what it meant. And then when she had a question, he goes, you know what, just let me show you. And that's just Matt. Matt yeah. will go into yes. great detail because he wants you to know. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. So every single time she was asking a question, he goes, well, let me show you. So he would take her out in the shop, show her a physical thing, explain to her in great detail what um, he was doing and why. And and Joe, our other sales rep, was right next to him. Mm-hmm. And they both sat her down and told her this is a relationship business you're on their team you're you're on the client's team yes and your job is to bring them the best source of advertising for the best um pricing mm-hmm. so the best return on investment that's our whole job yep and it you might be in a relationship for six months before you actually sell a sign right this is what this is it's a long-term relationship and she goes why well, I, I i can close a job one day and we kept laughing going this is not this business and she right. kept trying to go back to her what I call happy place. Yeah. Her comfort zone. Her comfort zone. And so Tuesday leaves. Wednesday, she comes back in. More fired up than Monday. <laughs> she is, as you say, anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the touchy feelies are not touchy feelies. Mm-hmm. Demons are running rampant yeah. in this woman's brain. Yes. And Susan is on a rampage. Yes. She is. I got to got to got to. She's very nice still. Throughout she's, all of this. Yeah, not mean. No, she's not a very nice person. I don't even know I could uh, imitate Susan to give the listeners what it is. I don't know. She's just, oh, yeah, 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 I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't understand. Well, it'd be just fine to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I understand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty good imitation. That's pretty much what she was at all times. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I got a question. Starbucks or speed? <laughs> Was it going in her mouth or up her nose? Like, it was crazy the amount of energy this lady had. It just didn't seem well, right. And I, I won't talk about her age, but she did not look or act near her age. She, she was over 40. Mm-hmm. And she had the energy of a 20-year-old. Yes. And she looked probably 15 years younger than her actual age. Yes. And she, she was spry. She had a lot of energy. Yeah. And for us at the beginning... Oh my God, how excited were we? Lots of energy, go get her, wants to take the bull by the horns, willing to do more than the job required. Mm-hmm. You know, all the great things you want in an employee. Right. She checked every box in the interview. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday, she she interrupts you again. You can't get a sentence out. You can't train her. I mean, I'm just trying to show her how to use the computer at this point. Yes. Because it was foreign to her. And yes, she was so fast to just click around on the mouse without letting me show her where to click. She ended up opening three projects inadvertently. Yeah, she had rapid fired. She had hit the automatic yeah. machine gun button on her finger and just went on the button and mm-hmm. hit the duplicate button so many times. Yeah, she- as as she was just 
moving the mouse across the screen. She had, you know, all these tabs open, things over here, things up here. She didn't know how she got them open. She, yeah, it was very chaotic. You and her butted heads. Yeah. All day Wednesday. Mm -hmm. She just goes, I can't learn from her. I got to go somewhere else. I need to be productive. Yeah. And what really threw me off, and I've never seen this before, and this is this is the crux of why I'm sharing this. She came in my office. She goes, I need to be productive. I need to make a difference here. I need to be better than this than I was yesterday. I can't do it watching her. I need to be hands-on. I need to – she just wanted to be let loose so bad. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you will scare every client away. <laughs> no client is going to put their trust in you to protect their branding. Sure. That's what we do as a signage company. And I was like, this is not going to work. Right. I said, I'm going to have to let her go. This is, this is not going to work. And so after she left, you and I sat down again. I said, I'm going to let her go tomorrow. This mm -hmm. isn't working. And you said. I want to wait till Monday. You want to wait till Monday. Right. Why? Well, because I still could see, maybe a little hopeful, but I could still see some really great qualities in her. Uh, maybe she just needed a little bit more direction. And if I could just get her to get out of her own way mm -hmm. and just stop and just calm down that maybe she could understand. So I will admit on Wednesday night when you and I talked before we went home, I was very emotional in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was so excited and happy and she could check sure. all these boxes. It'd be well, great. We've been having a struggle for quite a long time. So to find yep. somebody that would fill the void was and on Wednesday night, I had no emotion. I was so black and white. Yes. This person that I hired is costing me more time and effort, and mm -hmm. I'm paying them to make my life harder. Mm -hmm. When I hire somebody, it's to make my life easier. Correct. Black and white, done. Mm -hmm. And so I planned on letting her go Thursday. Yes. That was the end goal. That was, never mind, this is not working out. We need to walk away. Yep. And when I got to work on Thursday morning, I told you, by the way, I got a text at 1230 in the morning. I will be not returning to this role. And she quit via text. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. So now, hindsight, let's look back okay. at the red flags. Mm -hmm. Red flag number one was, was me not following my instinct of asking the two questions. Mm -hmm. Because the two questions are made to show the stress in somebody. Right. It's a genius two questions. They don't make sense. They don't make sense. No. And nobody gets them right. And, and, and they're not trick questions. They're straightforward questions, but your brain doesn't work that way. So you're never going to figure it out. Yeah. And so when I give you this question to answer, it's a word, it's a word problem. It's mm -hmm. a math problem. Mm -hmm. You will, all your insecurities are going to come to the beginning. Now think about it. You're in an interview. You're trying to be the best version of yourself. They say you're going to show up on time. Yes, every time. Mm -hmm. Whether you know that or not. Some of sure. you people, you don't know how to read a clock. <laughs> you know who you are. And you're going to show up a little late, but you're going to say in the interview, I show up all the time, 10 minutes early, every time. Do you have reliable transportation? Absolutely. How do you handle pressure? Oh, I'm great under pressure. Yes. I can do blah, 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 blah. You're going to say everything the interviewer wants to hear. Mm -hmm. But in this question, when I give it to you in about five minutes have gone by and you haven't figured out the answer, you are internally losing your mind. Yes. You are sweating. You are losing it. Fidgety. And, yep. And your insecurities are going to come out and you're going to have word vomit. Yeah of all the things that you can't control because when you're insecure, you can't control your emotions. Or you shut down altogether. Yeah. So the top, the top four things that we get from these questions is, I don't know it, and they push it away. Well, they gave up. 
Mm-hmm. And if I gave them a hard assignment, they're going to give up and I don't want them on my team. And they're not willing to problem solve or yep. put in the effort to find uh, Number two, they sit there and they keep working and say, can I have more time? Mm-hmm. Those are my all-stars. Mm-hmm. I know they're never going to get it, but they're willing to put in the effort. Mm-hmm. I've been in those interviews. It is stressful for me because I feel their pain. Yes. And I... And I so desperately want to give them a lifeline and I like want to help them. And they're sitting there looking at me and you're just, you know, either doing something else, but you're, you're over here just completely emotionless about it. And they're looking at me like, save me, please. I'm yep. like, I wish I could, but no, no, I'm with you. It's, it takes some, takes some getting used to. I'm with you. And I, I do that, but you can see it. I had one guy within two minutes like me and goes, I got really high last night. So I'm sorry. My brain's not working. <laughs> I- well, we have a drug policy here, so that's the end of this interview. Right. You know, all they're in see, they just blurt out stuff. It's great. Well, one person said, I don't drink milk, so. Oh, yeah. The skim milk. He goes, well, I don't drink milk, so the answer is zero. I'm like, really? That's zero a... people drink milk, but yet it's on the shelves of every grocery store. So that's how small-minded you yeah. are. Okay, this isn't going to work out well either. Right. So it really shows a lot of the people where they can't hide it. I can see mm-hmm. their true colors. Yeah. So I love the question. So red flag number one, I didn't do the question, so I couldn't see these things that would have. Um, weeded her out before. Uh, red flag number two, we're getting hindsight. She brought a coffee to an interview. Now, this sounds nitpicky. Sure. It's not. Okay. When's the last time that you're like, I'm going to an interview. I better bring my own beverage and I'll just sit down and relax and have a conversation with somebody. When's the last time I, I would never bring a bottle of water or a coffee to an interview? I would bring a notepad and a pen. I'd be ready to work. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks in your office ready to work or they walk in with a coffee, they're not ready to work. They're <laughs> hydrating. That's what they're freaking doing right now. Okay. okay. So her bringing the coffee in, in hindsight, I never picked it up at the time. Sure. But in hindsight, if anybody brings a beverage in an interview, they're out. They're done. Okay. Interesting takeaway. They're already trying to play some type of power play of this isn't that important. I'm just going to sit here and drink my little coffee and be fine. All right. Or it tells me. You're so freaking late. You haven't woken up yet. And you're trying to use coffee to wake up at an interview. I don't appreciate that already. Okay. So either way is a bad red flag. So the coffee thing now, that's, I feel sorry for anybody who brings coffee. It's an instant no for the interview. Game over. Are we adding that to the pet peeve list? Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's never happened. 18 years. <laughs> okay. I've never had somebody bring a beverage in for an interview. So that's, that's red flag. Okay. Number uh, three. Four or five. We're going to have a lot of these. When she came in on Monday and halfway through started saying, yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Your job as an extrovert to go make sales. Your job is to read a room. If it's high energy, you have high energy. It's low energy, you have low energy. Mm -hmm. She tried to make her environment match her. Yep. Horrible for a salesperson. That couldn't have been a worse attribute to have. Mm-hmm. So in the interview, we all had high energy. She had high energy. She matched at the time, so I didn't fare it out. We could have had a couple interviews. Probably would have weeded that out. But she in, she she interrupted a lot. Well, and I yes, you are correct. She in, she interrupted us a lot during the mm-hmm. interview to, or she just said a lot of words. Yes, I couldn't get her when I on that infamous Monday when I brought her to my office to calm her down. She talked nonstop for almost 20 minutes. Yeah. I think it said the three words. I couldn't imagine having word vomit all over my employer on day three of being working mm-hmm. there. I think she had worked a lot of things over in her mind over the weekend and just came in like, 
uh, my take, one of my takeaways is not all sales are created equal. So mm-hmm. just having a background in sales in general does not equate to, to do well in this business. The relationship sales are very different yes. from direct sales. Um, I, I realized that one of the things we need to look for is somebody who, who has had experience in working with people direct, like in person, mm-hmm. she was, everything she did was over the phone. So she never had to go and have these conversations with somebody, get to know them, understand where they were coming from, what they were looking for to really give them what they needed. And then on Wednesday, um, I think which was the end result to your decision was I opened the door to have a conversation with her. I brought her in and I wanted to reset the the, the work day and, and the foot we were on. Um, and she, I said, you know, how are you feeling? How are you liking it so far? Like, what are, what are some feedback that you have for me? Um, and she, she told me that I cannot communicate and that I was just sitting there leaving her to her own devices and not teaching her anything. And that she was bored and was not learning anything from me. I'm like, wow. So integrated science, top sales rep. Four and a half million dollars. Over a hundred customers. Everyone loves you, keeps coming back to you. But this new hire of four days says you can't communicate. Yes. I'm going to vote she's wrong. I've never in my life been told I cannot communicate. In fact, your dad was one of the first people to tell me when I first started here that I communicate very well Mm -hmm. with many different people. Because one of the attributes is you have to be able to read the person you're talking to hear what they're saying and adjust how you speak to to kind of mimic what they're doing. Otherwise, it's going to be lost on them. Do we know how to hire people? I thought I did. Absolutely not. No. And I and I will honestly say this, I don't think anybody on this planet knows how to hire people. No. Cuz everybody the every interview you're having is a fake. It it's their best foot forward. And they're not, it's not really them. Part of me wants to just go out to a bar and start drinking with somebody and then interview them. Yeah. When they don't know it. Yeah. And you actually know their true colors. I'm like, you know, right. what do you do for a living? Tell me about your family. Yeah. Tell me about your mom. That's always a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can ask that not in an interview, but when you're in a bar, you can ask anything yeah, you want. Right. But you know what we did do well? Mm-hmm. We fired fast. Yes. Well, she, she, yeah. We, she, yeah, she beat us to the punch, <laughs> but I think the, the writing punch. was on the wall so badly that she yeah. wanted to save face. And that's fine. I got no yeah. problem with that. Sure. But we fired fast. Yeah. You are not going to make the right answer as an employer every time. Just isn't going to happen. But we could have sat by that grave for two or three weeks. Just out of compassion or, or you trying. Know, guilt or yep. whatever. Yep. Or our own egos. Yeah. Our own egos saying that we know what we're doing. Or, She's going to work it out. Forcing this mm-hmm. round peg in the square hole type deal. Yep. Yeah. No. Fire fast. And then what we didn't know is, and this is one of the craziest things and one of the things that I, I really want to share here. She brought the mood of the whole entire company down. So to go back to energy, yes, that was something the whole week, starting Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was fine. Starting mm-hmm. Monday, it was, it was kind of like Mercury was in retrograde. Yeah. Everybody Whoa. back in our production office, were they were not communicating well. Everybody back there was like on edge, a little tinge of cranky taking things the wrong way, taking things personally, like kind of biting each other's heads up. It was very noticeable. 
there's it, seven it was palatable. people. Yeah. It was crazy. There's seven people back there in a small production office, and 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 we've all been back there for several years together. Yes, everybody has their bad days, so yeah. we understand. But every single person in that room had a an edge. It was very odd. Even someone like Joe, who never gets cranky. Yes, and so he's the one who brought this to my attention after she left when she, when we were all in on Thursday. We all went, oh, and Joe goes, maybe she brought this weird energy in because it's not here anymore. And we didn't no. notice it. She, But she was so nice and pleasant and hi, how are you? And talkative. And and so what it was, we all, once we had our little powwow on Thursday, we all kind of sang kumbaya to get our energy yeah. back together, group together. Right. What dawned on me was it was a brain race. Right. Every time you talked to Susan, it was a brain race of who was smarter and how fast could you get the answer faster. Yeah. And nobody could actually communicate. Right. Because communication takes what? It takes two people. Mm -hmm. It takes a listener mm -hmm. and a talker. Mm -hmm. And if the person doesn't listen or doesn't understand the words, there's no communication happening. Right. And since she was doing a brain race, who screwed up? Yeah. So was, the, two end, the two end things that I took away from this is number one. She it was a brain race and she wasn't learning. Mm -hmm. She had already learned everything she could ever in life and we couldn't tell her anything. Mm -hmm. And then number two, she had the environment changed for her versus matching the environment. Sure. And she'd never been in an environment like that. No. Nope. She told me that. She goes, I've, I'm come from corporate and this is not, this is not how I've been trained. I'm like this. And, and she kept hiding behind that word corporate. Oh, I'm corporate. I'm corporate. I'm corporate. That doesn't mean a damn thing. No. Corporate, small business, one man show. We're all the same. Treat everybody with respect, get the job done. Mm -hmm. End of list. Mm -hmm. Don't don't hide behind this corporate thing of we all show up at eight o'clock and punch the clock together and we magically know where to Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, now you don't know what you're talking about. Right. But it those were the two things that was her demise in the end. Mm -hmm. She tried to have the environment match her. Yes. And you couldn't do that. No. Nobody can do that. She could not adapt to her surroundings. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Um things we learned from. Direct sales is not relationship sales. No. Um, more interviews. Definitely ask the questions. Let them live through that uncomfortableness and let show their insecurity show. Well, and I have a different list of questions to ask now in general. Yeah. Because I thought that I asked questions that were pertinent to the job. So um, I now have a different, you know, compiled list of questions in my own head for the next person. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be just, there was a lot of takeaways. And if you're not earning, you're learning. Yes. And that's that. I love that little statement. You learn first, then you earn. You mm -hmm. drop the L. I thought it was a cutesy little saying. Whoever figured that out, but right. I subscribe to that 100%. And this was a lot of learning. Yes. We had a lot of learning. Mm -hmm. And this is, I think, my 300th hire. Right. I mean, ridiculous amount of people have gone through the interview process. And every single one, I am learning. Yes. Every single time. Every single time I think I've got it, Nick, somebody comes in and throws me completely off my rocker. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, it was definitely a learning experience, and if we don't take something away from it, then we're no better than she is. Yeah, no, that's then, then we're the idiots in the room. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt on that. Uh, I definitely hoped you learned some on that one. If you have any tricks on um, hiring, um, no one's a master. I think everyone just gets more and more experience and more and more red flags show up. Uh, I never thought that bringing a beverage into an interview was such a red flag, but I'm telling you what, it is. Uh, you can mock me all you want to until it happens to you and you will look back and go, I was warned about this. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, it is a red flag. Um, 
But I would love to hear what you guys have to say on that one. If you have any tricks of, hey, I do this or, uh, you know, if they don't shake my hand when they stand up or they try to shake my hand from sit down. Any of those little tiny red flags that you have, you found that come true time and time again. Uh, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, thank you, guys.